The Packy Run with Packy President Adi84. This episode of The Packy Run has been brought to you by ThePacky.com. www.thepacky.com. Also follow us on Twitter at ThePacky. Alright everybody, we are live with the very first episode of The Packy Run. This is uh, brought to you by ThePacky.com, www.thepacky.com. This is the pilot episode of The Packy, essentially. Uh, we will be doing this semi-daily on a regular basis or whatnot. Um, we are live here at The Packy headquarters here in Washington, D.C. And uh, of course we're a Boston-based sports blog comedy blog we do a little bit of everything but this is a pilot we're just trying to get the status right now we have a nice studio that we're building here at the uh, hangout at the uh headquarters here microphones are coming in we got the mixer board all set up some updates on the computer everything's gonna be swimmingly right now we're doing it off the laptop for our mobile uh remotes which we'll be doing occasionally throughout the packy lifetime but uh for the most part this is it and i hope you uh will enjoy what we will bring to you. Uh, many have known me as the Adi to the Adi and Eric radio show, which is still available for past episodes on thepacky.com. Feel free to check those out. This video podcast, I guess you say uh, a vodcast to the labors, will also be available on the same subscription to your uh Podcast for the Idea Network Radio Show, which is now the Packy Network. It's a lot of stuff going on here. We're, we're innovating. We're doing some crazy stuff here. Um, but anyways, we like to bring every, you know, daily Packy run with uh, the shirt of the day. This is the Cape Cod League T-shirt. Let's show you the back here. Hope you get a nice view of it and whatnot. Follow the Cape Cod leaves to initiate the summer. Um, I have just unpacked all my t-shirts and realized I have over 500 of them and I will be wearing a new t-shirt every day I promise you and you'll be able to see the t-shirt uh, on uh, the Twitter which is uh, I believe just the packy on Twitter let's uh you think I know these things by now but uh, I think it is the packy it's the, the packy USA at gmail.com if you'd like to send any information to us and it is just the packy on Twitter and you also can find us on Facebook. We're everywhere. We're like a Verizon connection. You can get us in the dead of the winter. And you can get us in the eve of the summer. If you know what I mean. And you can also follow me personally on DJID84. ID with a Y on Twitter, Facebook, and anything uh, like that and whatnot. So we will start this first episode after we get the t-shirt thing done. We will also do a beverage of the show. And this beverage of the show happens to be a, a Yingling Lager. Uh, the great thing about Yingling is it's found very much down here. It's uh, based in PA. And I basically love this beer, but we couldn't get it north of New York City for years now at this point. So we they had brought it up there a couple years ago, and then I didn't like it that much. And then I stopped drinking it, and now I'm down here, and I can drink it all I want. So that is that. Uh, first story of the day, I think we're going to go right to, oh, it's not going to work now. Here it is. Um, we're going to do uh, Dwayne Wade 
to the Bulls. Did anyone see this one coming? I thought I was a little suspicious with Rose going to New York and Bulls clearing some space out. All right, that doesn't make any sense. I just thought they were just trying to dump salary because they don't want to pay for Rose, who's been very overrated, in my opinion, over the years. He was one of those players that came out of college and he thought it was going to be terrific, but the guy can't stay healthy. And the Bulls can't make it past the second round of the playoffs. So getting rid of him was probably a good idea. I did not see Wade going to Chicago. As a matter of fact, I thought for sure with all this talk in this meeting with Milwaukee, which is, I thought was kind of bizarre, that, but he was actually going to go to Cleveland, which was all a charade, and he was going to go join LeBron for the, uh, you know, the, re- the remake of the, the greatness of the team, you know, subtract Chris Bosch, add, you know, Kyrie Irving, you know, because they couldn't afford having Kevin Love there. And I thought for a fact that Kevin Love was going to go to the Boston Celtics, unbeknownst to myself. But, anywho, um, so he's there for a $47 million contract, two years, um, which is not too bad, which is probably going to be the end of his career. He is up there in age, um, but, hey, why the hell not, right? So, but it's, I don't even think this is even going to, I mean, it's going to make Chicago relevant, but, I mean, I think it just makes Chicago as good as, well, basically, Miami was last year, which... In retrospect, was about a second-round team at that. But what are you going to do? And this comes after the, you know, the Tim Duncan possibly retiring. And, uh, of course, um, the disappointment in the Boston area with uh, Mr. Uh, Kevin Durant going to the, I like to call them the Oakland Warriors or the San Francisco Warriors or maybe even the Philadelphia Warriors if I really want to go old school. But the Golden State Warriors um, to form that uh, alliance out there, Steph Curry. Steph Curry never heard of her, as I like to say. Um, it will be very interesting for the remainder of, or well, for the remainder for the entire season next year, um, because it's going to basically be the Cleveland. It's going to be Cleveland at this point. I mean, unless something happens miraculously, Chicago gets an extra piece, Boston gets another piece to actually challenge Cleveland. They pretty much have this wrapped up for the 2016-2017 season, or at least for the East. As for the West, well, you take away the best player in uh, Oklahoma, or one of the best players of the two, um, add them to a team that was already good in the finals, and you have Westbrook sitting there. Now, for me, Westbrook's going to free agency next year. And I think, personally, and many other people think as well, that Oklahoma City is going to keep him around. Why would you keep him around just to lose him and not get anything for it? And I think there's a lot of teams out there that may want to use him, even if he doesn't intend to sign with them for the next season. Um, good for a run this season. And I happen to think the Celtics have a lot of pieces, and they could actually make a run for Russell Westbrook, at least for this season. Maybe convince the guy to stay up here in Boston. Who knows? But only time will tell. But I highly doubt he will be on the Oklahoma Thunder past Valentine's Day this year. My personal opinion. Um, what else is on the news today? We also have the Red Sox pitching, which is I like to call a pile of crap. Uh, I was watching a documentary today called Fastball. Uh, you can get it on, on the Netflix, but don't. The Netflix. It's a little card. It's the labels. The Netflix. 
Uh, well, it was Netflix. And it's called Fastball, and it highlights uh, basically the fastball and pitching, the uh, history of the fastball, the, the history of the speed, the dynamics, pitches in the past, who have pitched the fastball and who are lights out, yada, yada, yada. Well, it just so happened that two of the pitches that were f- featured in this little flick was David Price and Craig Kimball, both guys who the Red Sox had acquired this year spent large quantities of money on, and have been, uh, how would you say, subpar at best. Um, not worth the money that they have been being paid. Uh, Kimball can only pitch in save situations. Put him on there with a six-run lead, and he will let you go give up seven runs, because why not? That's the type of guy he is. Uh, I think it's a waste. I think that uh, pitching is killing the Red Sox. Last night they scored... At one point last night, it was 11-1. to 11-1. to 1. And I understand the knuckleball gets a little sore. He lets up, you know, I think he ended up letting up six runs total for the night. I mean, that game got way closer than it was supposed to be. You know, I can't blame the bullpen. Um, and Kimball actually did be able, was able to pitch with uh, a, a save opportunity there. So I'll give that to him. But for the most part, I mean, I think those two players have been a waste. I think that um, there could have been – well, I guess there, there wasn't really anything else you could do this last offseason for pitching. But uh, basically, I think um, the Red Sox are fucked. It's quite an honest view. Right in the butt. Because they – unless they get their pitching situation straight, um, you can hit home runs all day. You can score as many runs as you want. But when it comes to the playoffs, it's all about the defense and all about the pitching. And you need a little bit of both. And if you don't have it, then you're not going to get far. It's a proven case, you know. Unless you plan on just beating up nationally pitching in the World Series or even getting into the first round. But as of today, the Red Sox are still in the playoffs. They are the second wild card right now. Uh, and it would play the one-game playoff if the playoffs started today. But they're a lot better than that. You have the best offense in baseball. You have six somewhat players who were elected to the All-Star game. And I think seven of Dustin Pedroia gets voted in by the fans. I think he's number seven. So to me, it seems like you you need to up it up a little bit here if the pitching. Who will they go for at the deadline? Well, the deadline's in a few weeks, and I'm not quite sure if there's anything really worth out there getting. Um, I hope you all know the Red Sox. There is no... Uh, Price too large. I mean, we are paying uh, thirty million dollars ish a year for a third baseman who uh, played, you know, six weeks, and uh, we're stuck with for another uh, few years. So uh, if that's any, you know, that's a, that's anything like you would know, like you would know. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying. So it's hard to believe I've been on the radio for fifteen years. Um, but that's in that. Also, for funny news today. Um, it was, it was raining last night up in the Rogers Center in Toronto. I don't know if you guys caught that. Uh, a freak of storm had rolled in the city of Toronto. And typically what happens is they look at the weather forecast and if it's going to rain, they close the dome. Um, just because, you know, they don't want a rain delay in a dome. It's kind of embarrassing to have a rain delay in a dome. Um, but apparently a storm swooped in real, real quick and they didn't see it coming. And it started raining inside the dome before they can close it. Well, the tro- I guess they call them the trolls that control the roof up there. Very, very interesting. Um, but 
that's the way it goes. They were able to close the roof, slight delay, and got the thing going. But people must have been freaking out up there. Like, what the hell is going on here? It's raining inside a dome. A dome. I was once in Milwaukee at a game up there. And they, what they do is they close the dome slowly throughout the game. So I think it was more of a strategy for Shadows because it was an afternoon game. But there was a storm brewing, if you will. And when the storms are brewing, don't go of ruin. Um, also, in serious news today, because we're the Packy, we talk about everything, but we want to talk about that shooting up in Minnesota um, and how it, it uh, aftermath was broadcast by the guy's girlfriend uh, live stream. Now, I'm all about people not dying or people getting shot, black, white, you know, purple, doesn't really matter. It, I think it was a terrible, terrible thing. Um, after looking into the story and realizing it's the second shooting of this type in two days, I think things are getting a little crazy. I know I'm all about law enforcement using their weapons to protect themselves from people who are doing bad things or have intended to do bad things to them. But in a, in a nutshell, I, I think that also that they should be very, very careful with their gun, as any registered gun owner should be as well. Um, and not being a police officer gives you the right to kind of Put that, you know, this re- put that regard to aside. Um, you still got to be cautious. You still got to make sure what you're doing. And you know, in this certain case, the the fellow died that was shot um, with the kid in the backseat, which is even worse. And he was just reaching for his wallet. That's all he was doing. You know, I think that you know there should be another way around this. And you know, I I do agree with this protest that people are doing. Um. I don't know if it was racially motivated. I know it was a white cop and a black fella got shot. But, I mean, it could be the other way around as well, too. And I would have felt the same exact way, all race aside. But, I mean, that's just unfortunately the type of uh, society we are living these days. And, uh, unfortunately, we have to deal with this stuff on a regular basis. And it, there should be something to stop. And I don't think it's a political thing one way or another. Um, and whether the cop was motivated by race, why he you know, happen to have an itchy trigger, um, I don't know. But I do know that I think either way, black, white, white, black, you know, blue, orange, it doesn't really matter. I just think that I believe in the Second Amendment, but I believe that people should be responsible with their right to have the Second Amendment. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And uh, it's a sad story around the country the last couple of days. Um, but hopefully we can figure this out. And we don't make it a race issue. We make it a gun responsibility issue and a, you know, something, stuff like that. You know, it's just, it's a terrible thing. Um, to conclude the show, as you know, to give everyone a recap, we, uh, these shows are about 15 minutes long. Um, they're quickies, stuff in the, stuff in the news today, sports and stuff like that. And, uh, they're meant for a quick listen. So, um, these will be around 15 minutes long, semi-daily, as I said before. And I like to include these stories, um, a nice little Florida crime news. Now, if you know me from the idea er- Eric Radio Show, excuse me, I did a character called Dwayne Anderson. And Dwayne Anderson, then Florida crime news. And I will bring this to the Packy Run um, today. And here's our first Florida crime news with Dwayne Anderson. If I can just bring this up right here. Here we go. This one's a funny one because they're all pretty hooty, 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 hooty. 
This one's called Flirtings are in a fierce battle over the name of Lake Horny. That's right, there's a Lake Horny. A Florida man's desire to change the name of a nearby lake is a rousing controversy. How rousing. So is the lake's name Lake Horny? Barry Zimmerman, a Lakeland of Lakeland, lives on the shores of Lake Horny, but is petitioned to have the chain name changed. It seems that Zimmerman is sick of um, sarcastic jokes that keep on popping up when people mention Lake Horny. All right. Uh, Zimmerman petitioned the U.S. Board of Geographic Names to change the lake, according to the Lakeland Ledger newspaper. Zimmerman told the board that he does not want to degenerate Mr. Horny's contributions to history of Lakeland, but wants the name changed because of the... the Homo, home monarch to a vulgar tome, meaning consistently in. I can't even pronounce this. I have no idea how a Florida guy is. Basically, he's saying uh, he doesn't want Horny to be on the name anymore. One man who used to live in on Lake Honey admits that's getting embarrassed by the street name. She told ABC Action News she would tell people she lives on Lake Honey. Looks like we're all a little horny about this section. The woman also said she changed the orientation of her house during remodel and said she didn't have to tell people she liked on Lake Horny Drive. The lake was not named after the slurm for a sexual desire, but by honor of Julius uh, Horny, who helped develop the Lakeland area in 1920s. Um, Zimmerman wants to drop the Lake Horny and rename it in order of Alfred Lodwick, an aviator pioneer who built the military training facility in Lakeland during World War II. The Geographic Board has asked Lakeland officials to weigh their options before making this final decision. City Manager Tony Diego told Lakeland Ledger that the federal agency was, was going to say nothing. The city government is implement of the agency and is aware of the change or the petition for change. Oh, God. All I have to say is what's wrong with people in Florida? Lake Hone. Well, if you're ever in the Lakeland area, and you want to stop by Lake Honey, feel free and get a little wild and piss off the people of uh, the area by telling people, hey, I'm going to Lake Honey, and I'm going to have a good time. And there's nothing you can do about it. So there you go. Well, that concludes the packing run here. I am Packy President, ID84. Um, you can check out any of these Packy videos on thepacky.com. And at the Packy on Twitter, of course, search Packy on Facebook. Just look for the little bottle symbol. This is the Packy.com, and that's how it is. Um, we will be live, I believe, tomorrow. Um, time to be announced. So always just check the website for see what time we're gonna do it. It's gonna be up in the. Um, we're gonna be actually in Buffalo, New York tomorrow, uh, and we're taking in a Buffalo Bison's game versus the Lehigh Iron Pigs at uh, seven o'clock up there at Coca-Cola Field in Buffalo, New York, and we will be doing a post-game, uh, probably a post-game packy run from our hotel up there. Um, if not, we get there before, and we'll do a pre-game. Um, all depend on time. We're heading up to Buffalo, and then um, Sunday. Um, we're taking Saturday off, and Sunday we'll be in Vermont, I believe, up in the Burlington area. We're going to go into a uh, Lake Monsters game up there before or after going to Cooperstown for our yearly packy visit to Cooperstown. So all this and more, stay tuned. 
some more episodes. And I hope you guys enjoy it. And I remember, if you want to contribute anything, you want to send some Florida crime, you want to send some stories to us, we'll be more than happy to look at them and put them on the air. Just send them to USA at gmail.com. It's USA at gmail.com. And that's it we have for you today. I am Packy President Adi84, and we'll see you guys um, probably tomorrow night. So stick around and uh, have a good day. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Packy Run. This episode has been brought to you by 84 Entertainment. For all your DJing and entertainment needs, check out 84entertainment.com.